podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to episode 19 of A Podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This week we have Snappy's triumphant return after almost losing his foot. So you'll hear about that. Uh, and then with me and him, we talk about uh, the elections. Uh, there's a street closing down business going on in town. Uh, King of the Hill. Been loving King of the Hill lately. Uh, Dick Picks. Snappy's foot, of course. Red Dead Redemption 2 gets brought up. Um, and then we're joined by Chick. I will say when he comes on, I really enjoy talking to him. But that motherfucker cannot talk into a microphone to save his life. Like his microphone picks me up better four or five foot away then it picks him up being really close we have to figure that shit out for the future so i do apologize to anybody that doesn't have don't have great headphones or speakers when listening to that part i tried my best but my computer crashed twice while mixing this and i had to restart twice to fucking mix it down so you know just be fucking lucky you're getting one and uh anyway with chris we talk about nba shit uh, our fancy football league uh, our hometown of Warica, some TV shows we like. Um, I, again, I cut out a lot of Chris's stuff that I didn't cut out the first two times doing it. It's just by the third time through, you just fucking don't care anymore, and you just take liberties of cutting shit. So, um, anyway, I hope everyone likes fucking podcasts. Uh, thanks for listening. Check out our Patreon, email us, all that shit. What up? And we are joined by Snappy. I'm back, bitches. No, you're not bitches. You're cool. Thanks for listening. Hey, you know what I'm tired of? I'm tired of people not being allowed to say bitches. Let's throw that on the list of words we can't say anymore. I enjoy it. And I call people bitches almost every day. Right. And almost every day, my wife's like, those women are not bitches. And I'm like, I don't mean it like that. No, it's a totally different use. Like... It's almost like I'm just calling them idiots, but in a fun way. I mean, when I get mad, I say fuck. Right. You know, I mean, it's just. Yeah, I don't know. It's a great adjective, and we're not using it. You know, they're not. They're not here. All right. So fuck them. That's <laughs> where I'm at. Um, okay. So I got to get my Patreon, of course. I finally got my first payday on Patreon. So everyone that was a patron, y'all finally got charged. Um, so that's cool. Well, well it like, clearly said when you uh, did it, it wasn't going to charge you till November 1st because it was mid-cycle. Right. And so uh, anyone else can jump on now. You'll get charged beginning of next month. Uh, that's patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. And um, you don't really get a lot out of it except just, you know, helping someone's dreams. And if that means a lot to you, I would say you should join. And you get some early access to, to the episodes. Um, all right. Lections were this last week. They were. And Oklahoma decided we're going to keep it Republican. What the stit was Oklahoma thinking? <laughs> I know. And, uh, oh, it's crazy. I don't really care because I don't know if any of it matters. I'm still kind of that person. Um, but I was just so surprised that we have, like, technically the least favorable governor of all time in what? Mary Fallon. And then the person she endorses and comes out and says, well, if you don't elect Kevin Stitt, they're going to ruin a lot of my programs. And it's like, but you're the le- least liked governor ever since polls have existed in the United States of America. And then people I, are like, yeah, we're going for him. Oklahoma, I'm disappointed. Me too. 
I do not I do not get why you would take someone out of the same closet with an, a governor approval rating of 14.1% or whatever it was. Right. How? Well, and I've never met one person that said anything good about the Mary Fallon cabinet. <laughs> right, I agree. Well, and also I just really I get turned off by negative ads and all I saw the last week was Kevin Stitt's attack ads on Drew Edmondson. Oh, my God. And it was like, lifelong politician. I don't think just because you've been a politician for 40 years necessarily makes you a bad person. There, It's just there's more chances well, for you to be corrupt. I get it. Obviously, it's a business. I but, mean. like, Kevin Stead's never voted before. Some shit like that came how out, about, right? How about we just acknowledge politicians as a business right. and start taxing them, I'm motherfuckers? You, I know I mentioned this last week, and I'm sure most of you didn't do it. Go listen to the Duopoly of America episode 356 of Freakonomics Radio. It's all about how politics is a business and how the Republicans and Democrats have been fucking keeping everyone else so they can keep getting money. And it's crazy. If we would just acknowledge that they was a business, we'd tax the shit out of them. We'd make money. Right. Well, they shouldn't be allowed to, like, and again, this is all rehashing shit for last week. They shouldn't be allowed to spend as much money as they do. It's crazy. I know shit, especially on campaigns for two years away. Right. It's, it's not, well, the fact, I mean, and old Trump would agree with me what I'm about to say, new Trump would not, but the president Trump should not be flying over the country on a taxpayer's money and his airplane to do rallies and campaign for people. And all he did was complain for eight years of Obama that Obama was doing that for people when Obama would do it like twice a year. Well, who's paying for, is Obama paying for himself to do that right now? Right now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he does. Well, I wasn't sure. Yeah. I don't think they get salaries or anything. Or Someone could pay for it. I mean, someone, anyone in the world could pay for Obama to do that. Right. But Trump, Flying Air Force One is using taxpayer money for him to go endorse a candidate somewhere. And then when the I, people that lost that he didn't endorse, he's like, well, they didn't want the embrace. They must not. They didn't want the embrace. That's what happens. And it's funny. Like, if this is a movie, funny as fuck. But in real life, I'm like, dude, you're fucking, <laughs> you're crazy. It's almost like he's the president from that fucking one where the idiots were. Idiocracy. Idiocracy. Yeah, yes. he's basically Terry Crews. I agree. Um. All right, since we brought up Trump, I got to mention his crazy interview thing. Now, depending on which news you watch, if you watch Fox News, you probably saw some doctored footage that they fast-forwarded George, whatever, the, the dude who got banned, right? They fast-forwarded so it looks like he's more aggressive. But like when you see the undoctored footage, and I watched the whole interview, and Trump was crazy that whole morning. I thought he was way crazier with the black woman who asked him about if he identifies as a white nationalist, which there's another thing I want to bring up eventually. Um, and he was like, you're racist. That's a racist question. I'm like, all you have to do is say no. Just say no. I'm not a white nationalist. Yeah, but then in those people that don't like Trump are just going, I don't believe him. Yeah, but, so that's what, still, but regardless, that is regardless of even if that's your answer, how is that better than now? I agree. I'm not defending Trump. He should have just said fucking no. I don't get. I don't get why he don't just answer the question. So, but either way, Costa's questions weren't crazy at all. And I've seen people on the Facebooks that have already defended like, but come on, no one would ask Obama questions like that. And then I've been thinking about that, and they're right. They wouldn't because Obama would answer a fucking question like an adult. And I do think the president sets the tone for that room of how it's going to go if he was just like more open but like he can still not say shit or be vague he doesn't have to be a dick and the fact he is and everyone's like all right well i'm gonna ask this question uh it's it's just all crazy it's almost like donald trump is reenacting home alone as macaulay culkin yeah, he's a spoiled little brat 
Right. Well, and I also remember when Obama was president, they thought about pulling Fox News's credentials where they could have people in the they like that was an idea for one day because Fox News was just blatantly lying on air. And Fox News will come out and say only from six o'clock to eight o'clock p.m. are actual news. All the rest is entertainment and it's not factual. Like That's what their executives will say. And so when the other journalists got pissed, like the CNNs and the MSNBCs, the White House is like, OK, never mind. They can keep their credentials. But now that it's happening to CNN, Fox News won't say like, well, come on, they're journalists. Right. They're like, oh, hell yeah, we won. So it's like it's just all bullshit or whatever. So that's why my initial reaction is I've always hated Fox news because I love John Stewart. And that was like his people to hate on right for years. And they just have done themselves no favor in my mind of ever getting up on that list. They're uh, less than credible to make fun of now. Right. Right. Um, since we're on politics, I have to ask you a question, which I think you'll, Kind of agree with me. Why is Nancy Pelosi in charge of the Democrat shit? All right, like I'm, I don't really love the Democrats. I don't hate. I could probably a little more than Republicans these days, but like I do, I hate Nancy Pelosi. Right? Oh, absolutely. And like now that the Democrats have won the House back after these elections, they're like now Nancy's back as Speaker of the House, and I'm just thinking like, why? has she already been set, or they they were just predicting it? I don't know, but I'm like. Do. How about literally anyone else in the House of Representatives? Uh, her, she facially annoys me. Well, she's just going to hurt because, like, for honest, honestly, conservatives hate her the way they hurt they hate Hillary Clinton. That's right. why Hillary was a bad idea. You could have picked any other woman in the world to run, and for Democrats, they probably done better than Hillary because just so many people just hated her on a visceral level, right or wrong. I ain't fucking getting there. Just saying, people did. And Nancy Pelosi's the same way. Oh, people man. just hate her. So whenever she's going to now be the face of the Democrats, that's just not a good look. I don't think for them. That's just a dumb play. Yeah, they're they've already come out and said they're gonna fucking start shit, right? <laughs> Which honestly, they should. They should. For eight years of Obama, all the Republicans did was obstruct him doing anything, and they came out of his term looking with Trump winning. Why would the Democrats do anything but what the Republicans did to Obama to Trump? They should. If you if like history is to be proven right, and you're going off the strategy, it obviously works. You sit around and do nothing for however long, and then you bitch about whoever's president. And then whenever there's a new election coming up, you use that. So I think that's probably what their new plan is. Well, tell Obama to sit down. What's hey, Obama I, doing? Hey, he's up uh, arguing against the president and fucking making all these rallies and shit. Well, well he, of, he's, he's already had his term. Set your ass down. Plenty of previous presidents support people and have rallies and have political ideas. There's like, for in, for you to say that because you've been president, you can no longer have free speech is crazy. No, I didn't say nothing about free speech. You said he can't talk. He needs to sit down. I don't know, to me, that's all whole. He's not allowed to have views of anything. I think uh, any American no, today so you has put way view. too many words in there that wasn't about all that. I think all that's implied. No, it's not. But it is. There, there's no, no argument here. No, it's totally implied. If you no, say it's they, not implied. I didn't imply any of that. Oh, so he can talk as long as he is agreeing with the president. Sure. I get no. <laughs> well, you said if he's arguing against the president, he has to sit down. I don't know. George Bush said shit against Obama, I'm sure, at times. I'm sure Clinton said shit against George Bush. I'm sure George Bush, I know, the first one, said it. that's all taxpayers' dollars, and you, when, when you, sitting here, you were sitting here bitching about how Trump... Obama's not using taxpayers' dollars. He's a fucking private citizen. He can go to all this all this shit that he wants. Oh, off the tax dollar, uh, taxpayers' dollars he already uh, earned or... Stashed away. He got paid a salary. That is correct. There was also a crazy issue here in town of people pissed on 
our curiosity rant and raves page, whatever the fuck it was. Uh, they close a street down in town. Oh my god! And I'm totally on the side of the woman who was not. I mean, maybe she was too pissed about it, but I'm totally on her side, and almost no one was. So basically, the story is: church shuts down the street because they have kids that walk from building to building, and they own like all this property basically around these streets for anyone not around. And woman was like, why the fuck do we have to go around just because a church wants to close down streets? And she was hit with a lot of, what's keeping our children safe? How dare you? You want children to get hit by cars? And then she countered with, kids shouldn't fucking play in streets. I was like, that's a good point as well. They wasn't playing in the streets, though. I don't, I personally do not think any church or private business, whatever, should be able to close public roads on a regular basis just because. That is annoying. I think us as taxpayers should be able to use our roads. Churches pay no taxes. Fuck them. They don't get rights to roads. That's really how I feel. Well, no, see, they got this thing. They apply for a permit, and the permit says they can. And the permit's weekly? I'm sure. That's crazy. That's bullshit. I, I would just say, I, I as taxpayer in this town, to, would be like, I agree. Well, go down and Let's, get your road shut down. I mean, I'm sure they'll give you a permit for it. Why would I want to shut down my road? Roads are meant to be driven on. That's what they're for, not for kids to no. walk across. I, I do think it's super annoying. I'm just saying, I, I think this woman took a lot it. of if, shit. If the church went and got a permit, which is within the city guidelines, then the church is totally in the right. She's just throwing a fit because she had to drive around. I think people throw fits for a lot of things, and at least hers made sense. It was like a legitimate government thing where she can complain. If enough people are on her side, they could complain to whoever fucking makes these decisions and signs a permit and say, hey, we don't want that shit to happen, and then they can make that not happen. That's like a thing that could really happen, but instead, like... Well, obviously, if you, you're you the only one and there's only like five people that agree with you, you can take it to the council and vote on it, and you're not going to win. But she had to fill it out. How is she going to know people's feelings before she put it out there? I mean, seriously, you didn't even, I think you might have had one supporter, and that's been a smartass, and then he had uh, three or four uh, copycat posts. Well, a lot of people took it as an attack on the church, and honestly, I brought up the church thing earlier just because the whole taxpayer money, and it made sense. For I seem like it taxes. was starting off that way, but she was really just bitching about kids being in the street. Okay, right. they got I church. personally just think it's annoying any time a street is closed. They got a church building on two sides of the street. You're teaching kids to walk across the street, and she's accusing them of letting them play in the street like idiots. Um, I lived by that church, the one on 10th Street you're talking about, and people never used the crosswalks. They did just run in front of cars, so they didn't teach kids shit about how to cross the street. So I just don't buy that either. There, People just run across that fucker because they think the church owns all 10th Street, Main Street, and then the one in between it. So I agree. As someone who lived by there, fucking annoying. I get annoyed anytime there's road construction and they're closing off a street. And that's like, they need that shit. I just think you have a right to be annoyed by people closing off streets when you're fucking trying to plan shit and drive places. And then for everyone to be like, what about the kids? I'm like, well, the kids should be in the fucking street. I agree with that thing 100%. How, how many well, how times my mom was like, to the other building? you wait until there's no cars coming and you fucking go. Okay, but you still have to cross the street. But they don't close it down. Kids cross the streets every fucking day without the roads being closed down. I've crossed thousands of streets in my life without them closing the road down. You look left, you look right, and you look left again, and you cross the fucking street. Fucking this ain't hard. But for these fucking dumb kids, it's like, let's close the whole street down. I just don't understand how everyone is so much on that side. That's my only issue. I don't have an issue because they got a permit. And I'm saying fuck their permits. They shouldn't be allowed. Well, I think you're going to lose that one. 
We'll see. Some we'll see when I run got- city council permit patrol. Um, I had a new thought on the caravan shit that happened to me today. Uh, not really one way or the other, but just the same people that are against the caravan, right, coming into America, the migrant caravan yeah. through Mexico, um, are typically, I will say typically, the same people that would support full, you know, you should have the right to have guns, right? The Constitution to its fullest. And the people that are like for the caravan being allowed in America and getting help are typically the type of people that are all against people having guns, right? Or at least the way we do currently. All right. And their arguments for each one are like flipped. So most people that are the whole gun thing, it's more or less the Constitution says this, so we should be allowed to have guns. And then the other side says the world is not the same today as it was then. You can't use those rules and that thought process for today's world. And then for this caravan or immigration shit, people on the side of like everyone should be allowed in because the country was founded this way. And that's generally my thought process. I think like, well, that's how it was founded. Anyone could come here Um, are also the ones that are like, but the world's changed. We can't have those gun laws. It's like for those two areas that that all made sense. So for immigration, you got the whole you can't just let people in. The world's changed. Versus, well, this is America, and we've always been allowed to allow immigrants to let them come in. And then the gun op is the same thing. The world's changed. We can't have guns like we did. Constitution was written this way. And they're like flip-flopped on those issues, right? Like the people who would be conservative liberals. And I just find that interesting. Last week, I mentioned I was going to look into George Soros, and I totally didn't. So someday. Someday I'm going to figure out who George Soros is. He owns like 85% of the world. I find that hard to believe. Look it up. I would assume since Jeff Bezos is the richest man, he would own. He's not such a Soros more, man. I'm telling you. Um, also, I thought this week because I saw where someone committed suicide, or like someone was committed suicide, and on these comments, or um, maybe it's more like in a news story they wrote, they were mentally unstable, and I was like. Isn't everyone who commits suicide mentally unstable? Fuck, I was mentally unstable last week, but I love me some me. Right. Well, I'm not saying suicide's right or wrong or whatever. Depression's real, dude. Depression is real, 100%. I agree. Um, But just the fact that sometimes people kill themselves, and they're just like, well, they kill themselves. But then other times people kill themselves, and they're like, well, they were mentally unstable. Like, oh, they were bipolar. Oh, they were the... You know, they had some... I'm like, chances are, and hear me out, Everyone who committed suicide was probably mentally unstable at the moment they I, uh, committed here, here's suicide. Here's my favorite one. They're in a better place. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's think it. about that. Well, also, I read this research thing of everyone that's ever survived a suicide attempt of, like, trying to jump off this one certain bridge wherever they pulled all these people. Everyone on this survived said as soon as they made the decision to, like, jump, they regretted it. And everyone were like, I didn't want to die. Huh. And so if there was a way... So when you wanted to commit suicide, to almost do it, but somehow you lived right without you knowing that would happen, somehow that's somehow better for you. Like, if you can survive the suicide attempt. Well, see, my fucking stepbrother did it a year and a half ago. Yeah, I remember. I remember when all that happened. I didn't know him or anything, I mean, but. Just, you're like, what? I mean, he had a fucking engineering degree from Texas A&M. And just life too much for him, I guess. Right. Um. I mean. I, I don't get it. Um. All right, more fun shit. I don't know if you ever watched the Sabrina show on Netflix. I watched an episode here or there, not really my favorite. But the church, the satanic church, I don't remember what the fuck their full name is, 
is suing Netflix like for $150 million over the use of their devil statue or their image of the devil that is used in the show. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And now what I think is, here's my thought, is I always think that the satanic church is like some satire play on Christianity. I feel like it's all a big joke, right? Like they're not serious. Like they're they're making fun of Christians by being like, ooh, we worship the devil. <laughs> like I that's just how I've always taken it. Like anytime right. I've seen their ceremonies where they're like trying to be like serious, like it's in church, I'm like, oh, that's all a joke. But this play makes it seem like maybe they're serious. Like they're this is like some Catholic church shit, right? Like we're gonna sue you for using our imagery. But then again, I don't even think the Catholics would. I think there's a small select group of churches that would even do this. It would probably be like the new, all the new ones. Like all the old religions are so old, they can't sue people. Like you can't sue someone for using the cross. Uh, but the fact that say, Satanist people are suing them, I'm like, you're now illegitimate to me. You should act like you're such an old religion. All right. That it's, that's that's kind of like the new wave. Everyone's wanting to sue everybody. and Right. It's... Uh, it's crazy. I'm curious. To see, I'm going to pay attention to what happens with it because I really hope it just gets thrown out. And also, um, speaking of stuff that's like streaming services, King of the Hill got added to Hulu. So that's all I've been watching this week. I know my wife put it on last night. I think she fell asleep. <laughs> yeah, no, I told and your she, wife I was all excited about she it. She all watches fucking cartoons when she goes to sleep. So, well, I love King of the Hill and it hasn't been on a streaming service like ever. Right. I don't think. And I had, I used to have them all downloaded. Before Damn it, I, Bobby. Before I lost a hard drive. Um, season one, I forget how awkward it is because it, it the show gets more refined over time to where it, it's more like sitcom-y, I guess. But those early episodes are they're really funny, but the drawings aren't as good and the voices are kind of off for people. Uh, right, or they just kind of it was basically kind of a blueprint that they put into publication, but once it caught on, then there's like, all right, we better fix this up. Right, and I love Bobby. He doesn't talk much in season one, which I forgot. So I don't like him as much. I like him better when he's like, you Man, know, talk there, somewhere. There is one part throughout the series that he become a little bitch. Well, yeah, he's he always was like he was like two steps above Caillou. See, I don't know what Caillou. I know. Oh, fuck a whining little bitch. I don't know what Caillou is. He's a whining little bitch. Is it a show? It's a little fucking cartoon, and one of my kids oh, was okay. watching. Well, I'm like, what the fuck are you watching? I know if it was like a person it's, you knew in real life. Well, I, I don't. I don't, you... don't want to say the p word because I don't want to offend right. you. I'd be like, get that p off my TV. Well, it does. It's not that it offends me. It's that it's a good thing, and we use it as a bad thing. And I think that's weird. It's just a descriptive. We word. We should call them testicles because those are sensitive. Because it's soft and. And I ain't never want, met one I couldn't tap out. They're quite sensitive. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I understand you're really good at sex. Um, they're, I don't know. That's just the way it was always used. You call, <laughs> someone, you call I someone like a, Bobby because Bobby is super comfortable with himself, and he does not care what people think. And he has Hank, and Hank is this like is like this repressed soul, and he hates Bobby. But really, Hank hasn't lived up to anything in his life because his his dad was abusive to him. So like, there it's just a fucking deep fucking show. All right, King of the Hill is the best. I love King of the Hill. Now I will never get used to, and I don't understand why Hank gets so uncomfortable around Luann sexually. Like that's niece. It's your niece. Just don't think about it. Like what the fuck? Like. There's an episode where she walks in and she has like a long shirt. He's like, put on some pants, Luann. And I get it's funny, but like in I real mean, life. Okay, here's the deal. Cleavage is cleavage. And then all of a sudden you, you glance at cleavage and you're like, oh, fuck. I wasn't supposed to look there. 
I understand. But like, if I was like at your house, I don't know, like anyone female in your family, I wouldn't be like, oh, get out of here. I would just be like, oh, well, that's a family member, and I just won't look at it. Kids will get like worried about it. Really? Now, especially kids, like, who's here? I ain't changing. Who's here? Close the door. Lock the door. Like, fucking no one cares. I said, hell, I created it. I also saw a new trend that's happening of penis fillers where men are going in. It's basically like butt fillers or boob, boob implants for guys can get penis fillers to make their non-erect penis larger. I personally... It sounds like it would take more work to... Right. We have to go every 18 months because they last 18 months, the fillers, and they like dissolve or some shit. Um, and it's basically so guys look better when they're soft or bigger. And I'm like, I to me, I don't understand... How often do you use your soft penis? It's not something that gets used often. They're the ones that send the dick pics. I guess so. It's all for dick pics. But I'm I like, mean, I seen a, uh, a comment the other day, and she's like, "Just because my status is single doesn't mean that it's an offer to get dip, dick pics." Right. Uh, one of my favorite Reddit subthreads is I think it's like cringe PMs, and it's just all and mostly women, a few guys, but almost all women. And it's just a proof of how ridiculous guys are. They're just like they're on Tinder, they're on some you know messaging app, and where guys are just like, hey, and they'll be like, hey, what's up? And it's like, you want to see something cool? And she'll be like, sure. And it's a dick pic, and it's like, not cool. And they're like, come on, just suck it. And it's like guys just immediately go there. And I guess I've never been like quite that crazy. Or whatever. They're like, trying to be up front, and they're getting looked down upon. Right. I guess so. And the Tinder world's different. Like Tinder came out after I started dating my my wife or whatever, so I've never had like a Tinder profile. Yeah. And there is something that seems cool in like a mind. If I go back to college and it was like, oh, they swapped on me. So they think I'm okay enough that you would kind of be like, well, then they want to see my dick because this is a whole app about having sex. Right. And we swapped on each. So, of course, that's what they would want to see. So I even get that mentality. So for these women to act like they didn't want it, I'm like, well, maybe you didn't, but you did swap for that dude. So there's something about that. Um, I have no idea how it works. I didn't even know about the swapping thing. Yeah, I know someone will correct me out there. I'm sure that listens. I want to say swapping left is bad. Swapping right is good. Or maybe it's the other way. I, it's referenced in a lot of songs. So I know I need to know this for pop culture references, but I'm not, I'm not absolutely positive, but it's basically rating people, you know, like, Oh yeah, I'd fuck them. Oh, I wouldn't fuck them or okay. whatever the, you're weeding it out and then the group's getting tighter. And, right. And okay. so like, if you're like, oh, I'd fuck them. And they said, oh, they'd fuck you. Then it'll like link y'all up in a messenger system. Like, uh -huh. hey, y'all both want to fuck each other. Talk. And then that's where guys are like, hey, look at my dick. And then the girls are like, ooh, creepy. And I'm like, well, it you is both swap to fuck. You swap to fuck. I don't understand. So any news happening besides your crazy foot shit? Did I get anything wrong last week? No, it was all pretty accurate, man. But other than the fuck that... And the fact that it sucks so fucking bad. Oh, it's yeah. like I was two days away from going back into the normal civilization, getting this pen out. And then yeah, you were real excited, actually, to go back to work. Apparently, I had this fucking vivid dream, and I fucking kicked the wall, and it bent the pen. I guess when the pen bent, and then some infection got on it and slid down the pen, I almost lost my toe. Yeah. And I kind of stayed in a fucking hospital. Have you posted for that picture yet? I have not. You should post it on Twitter, and I'll retweet it <laughs> so people can see it. it I said it to you because I figured you'd put it under the podcast. <laughs> and, and I and I can. I just know if you want to upload or not. Um, I don't really I, care. The picture is so bad that I use it 
to scare Koopy or freak her out because it looks like it's not real. Oh man, I was, it goes so deep, like to your bone. It goes to my bone. Oh, it's so crazy. So everyone should check out this picture. Because I, I sent this pic out to a couple of my friends, and I got some I hate yous and <laughs> show like that. I didn't even think I got a comment from you. I think it was just. And then I I, I said something about it. I was like, my wife's got pics. If y'all want them, you know, I can send them. And then one of my buddies like, put it on our football message board. And I put it on there, and the motherfucker room got silent for like an hour and a half. And someone's like, I'm going to type some stuff so this goes further up the thread. And yeah. they're like, why the fuck would you? I'm like, you know, every one of you showed that picture off. And everyone's like, yeah, I showed my wife and kids. And I mean, it was so gross, and they was all acting like it was pretty gross. But So now I'm back on crutches. And I got this IV in my arm that goes all the way up in my chest. Are they going to, like, I do have you to, still get your workman comp disability, whatever the hell it is you're getting? Yeah, but they had to get all my medical. It seemed like as many medical notes as my worker's getting, they're violating HIPAA so fucking bad. Right. Because, okay, if I have this surgery, my doctor says I should be back on this date, that should work. Yeah. But, no, they want my x-rays and fucking all this other bullshit. Yeah, Listen, I look into that. But it seems like a big HIPAA violation because they're wanting the fucking physician's notes while they're in there. They say the doctor's note saying he's out of work for this and this amount of time isn't good enough. It doesn't really make sense to me. I don't know a lot about that. But So now they've got like half my medical records. So I ended up with staff in my toe. Yeah, my- so I was like, well, I can't come to work from manufacturing place with staff. Yeah. And it's MRSA staff. So yeah, we'll give it to everybody. Um, I know my wife's dealing with an issue where one of her doctors lost all of her medical records, and so it's a fucking thing. I, now I'm like, I don't even understand, and I I bitch about doctors probably too much on this podcast, but I just I just think it's a whole industry that's they've left unchecked. There it's like some sort of elite status. Well, these hospitals and, trying to act like they're in control of you. Finally, I had to look at them and be like, Hey, you guys work for me, right? If I want to walk out this door, I can walk out this door. I said, Your opinion doesn't matter. I said, what I say, if I say I'm hurting, you give me pain medicine. That's how this works. Yeah. They didn't like my answer. I was like, if you don't like it, fucking get me out of here. I was like, y'all work for me. You're going to do what I'm saying. I mean, I was a little rude about it. I I actually had fabulous service. I had no, I think I was just tired and cranky and depressed. And my doctor said I could fucking go on Monday. And they was trying to fucking hold me up till Tuesday. So it pissed me off. You had Red Dead Redemption at home and you were trying to get home to it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, how have you liked Red Dead Redemption 2? I really enjoy it. Of course, I'm not as good on video games as some of you guys. It right. takes me a little while longer, so... I mean, I would say you're more thorough than me in a lot of ways. Like, uh, I play more games than you do or whatever, more types of games. But, like, on Red Dead or on GTA Five, I know when you played that and Mafia, you done way more than me. I try to max them out at 100% if I can. Right. There's some things I just can't figure out how to do. Like, I really don't understand some of the maps we get. Right. Like, I've got a treasure map, and it's got a picture of this mountain, but I don't know. I can't find it. I don't know how to find it without cheating and looking it up. Yeah, I found one treasure map, found a spot I mentioned last week. When they did an update, it reset it, and the treasure found out, and I got that treasure, but it didn't count it to my finding a treasure challenge checklist or whatever right. so i had to find another treasure map now but i don't know where to find them i know i think it is all organic and i'm trying so hard not to look anything up um the only thing i know is that there's a good horse you can find but well I it came across my facebook so the only reason i know about it right. and i got that fifteen thousand dollar thing because my friends fucking messaged me about it 
But the thing is, is no matter what, I have almost 16000 no matter what. Right. So it's really like, not really like I fucking need it. And I've already bought everything in camp you can buy. Right. Yeah, I didn't... You told me the glitch, and I said I don't cheat, and you said it's not cheating if it's a glitch. In general, I agree. But I do try to play games uh, at least the first time through without cheating. And the game literally just has cheats. Like, you can right. just put cheats in the game. Um, well, there, apparently there's another one where you get $20, so you can do the same thing. And then my friend fucking taped his button down. We said he walked away for an hour. Of course, other than you can walk back in and turn on your remote because it would. He's got a wireless right. that times out, and uh, he got twenty thousand out of doing that. He just taped his butt and went and walked around for an hour. <laughs> that is crazy. Man, oh. yeah, I don't like the fucking uh, fast travel. Yeah, it takes it. It's slow to do shit in the game for well, sure. It's not. It's not fast. <laughs> right. It's unless you're fucking leaving from your one of your right. Camps. Well, the camp's actual fast travel. You're talking about the cinematic camera. Right. The cinematic camera is just autopilot. It's not a fast travel. It's well, just like see, it'll do up, it for you, but I, you got to be on a path, and then something can still attack you or interrupt you. I didn't know that until yesterday. <laughs> I was I, I was on autopilot. Went to the bathroom on my crutches, came back, and that's when I had one of my legendaries. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and there's a fucking uh, cougar standing over me. Fucking killed me. Yeah, I went to your house, and it was like, oh, have you caught any le- or killed any legendary animals? Because that's something I've been doing, and yeah. you hadn't yet. And then you've said you yeah. have not brought any actual hides back. Or I uh, stumbled across the beaver, and I got him. Of course, I had to track him down twice. And then I, the next one on there is a moose. And I shoot this motherfucker in the head. I shoot this motherfucker in the head. He won't go down. And he finally swims out, and I keep on fucking shooting him. And he fucking dies in the middle of the water. Right. And so now I can't fucking skin him. Yep. And then in the very next one, I, I come across this bear. I'm like, oh, cool, a bear. And I fucking start shooting this bear right in the head where I'm supposed to with a big fucking scope rifle. Right. And it's like, oh, hell, fuck you. And then I had to finish him off with a knife. And he's right there on this this rock. And won't even let me skin him. And then I call for my horse. My horse runs up and kicks the motherfucker. And it says, uh, run bear pelt. Yep. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah. I know. The horse running over dead stuff is always, for me, like, what always happens, it's my fault, is I kill a perfect pelt or whatever, like on a deer. And then I ride up to it on my horse, jump off my horse. And my horse, like, takes two more steps after I jump off and tramples it. And it I'm like, God try- damn it. Well, it still tries to follow you. <laughs> right. And it's like, uh, you motherfucker. But it I mean, it but it, it said, and then it come on there and says, you've abandoned this carcasses. Go to the trapper. So you can still get your shit yeah, as long as it's legendary. Right. Not but I've had ones. some perfect ones that I have a hard time getting back with. Right. And the key on the perfect one, to get perfect pelts for anyone out there playing the game, is go find the legendary deer. Uh, which is like I've still top, not found that one yet. It's not like the top left of the map uh, by this river. I just um, unlocked some of that yesterday. And then once you do that, you take its antler or whatever trinket it is off of it to the fence, and he will make you a deer buck trinket, and that will increase the rate of your perfect skins appearing. Seems like I got an alligator trinket. I got two trinkets. Yeah, I got one of like. Um, so none of them have been as good as that deer one. That deer one is fucking dope. I got one that was like. 10% slower stamina drainage or something like that. They're, they do different <laughs> shit, so this seems important to kill the legendaries. Yeah. And then so after the fucking bobcat, I get that uh, bighorn ram. Right. And I'm fucking going right to the trapper. The bobcat ain't there, but guess what is? The fucking O'Driscoll game, and I shoot up my perfect carcass. Yeah, that is annoying. And then it fucking was poor. I'm like, 
I get rid of the cougar. Now you got to deal with this. So you can't even get to the trapper out where your hunting area ground is right. without fucking getting attacked and shit. Well, one of my least favorite things of the game, but it is great. It's like bad and good at the same time is you will just get hijacked by a gang of people. So like the other day, my wife saw it. I was coming on this um, up to like this bridge or like a train goes over the road and like 14 people pop out and they're like of some gang. And just start shooting at me, and I have to attack them. That's the way I play. Yeah. I'm not gonna run right. away. And well, uh, I, I try d- to run to a hiding spot where I get off my. I can't fight on my horse. I but can't do it. With it being 14 of them, I just fucking died. Like they all shot immediately, you and I no just chance. died. And I was like, "This is bullshit." Like, there's just nothing you can do in those scenarios. So sometimes it seems rigged. But like a second ago, when you were watching me play, I came across like four of them when that happened, and I done okay. Like I took them out, and we were fine. And then. After I took them out, and then one of their horses ran up as I was looting a body, ran me over, and fucking killed me, and then I died. And I was like, God yeah, damn. Yeah, like all these little side missions, like if you like robbed them or somehow to piss them off, they remember that shit. So you got the Lamon Raiders, you got the O'Driscolls, you got this other one called the Mulrettys, and then now There's you're the fighting. There's the Brood. There's something Brood or the Now you're villains. fighting with between the fucking uh, brain weights, and they're still trying to fucking get you for burning their tobacco fields. Uh, yeah. I mean, you um, can't go anywhere. There was a side mission. I like the, To me, the best part is the things that aren't actual missions or quests or anything, just random shit that pops up. That pops up. So, like, the guy pops up. And I'm sure you've seen a few of these because I've, I've seen it at least twice, probably more, where the guy's been bit by a snake and you can suck the venom out of his leg or give him medicine. I've done both. I've done – sorry, there's two different guys. One, I sucked the venom out of his leg. One, I gave medicine. No, mine so. was the same fucking guy. He uh, goes, I got bit again. Okay, well, I'll explain it. So – on mine, they got bit again because one guy I gave him the medicine. He got bit again. I gave him medicine again, and that's where I with him. And I, there is another. Okay. And another guy. I got you. I sucked the venom out of his leg. And he's like, "Don't tell anybody." Right now, that guy was in Valentine or wherever the town was next to where I was at, and he was like, "Hey, that's the guy who saved my life." So I walked up to him, and he was sitting outside the gun shop, and he said, "Hey, the next gun you buy is on me, so I could walk in and buy any gun." Huh. For free. So that's how, uh, when you're asking me, why did you buy a revolver? You could just pick them up. Because I bought like a special one that I made gold with okay. a pearl grip. I had to pay for all the extra pearl grip and the gold. Right. But he bought the base one. It was on his tab. So that was like a $150 gun or something. So always worth it to do that in case you run into him. I'm also nice to the old Union soldier that doesn't have an arm. And I've stolen from him. I've stolen from him a couple times just to see. Well, there was one. I, it was right outside the big city, and I went to steal from him. And he fucking knew it and kept fucking pulling his hat back. I was trying to see if he was really blind or not. Right. I can say, I mean, in, it can be all kind of like I've helped a woman who pulls a gun on you. Right. She's like, oh, mister. And you could jump I down actually, and she pulls a gun. And I actually okay. sniffed that one out because I told her I didn't believe her. It looked fine to me. And then I've helped a woman who needed a ride all across I the map. I try to help them. Yeah, I always try to because I do enough looting and killing that I have to help the people to keep my little good guy bar up yeah. if I want it to be up. Uh, so there has to be a balance there for sure. Overall, it's a damn good game. I could get, just get lost in it. Right. I think, and that's what I've been explaining. It's so much like Skyrim to me in the sense of like you can just play it and it's a world and you get lost. The more I play it, the smaller the map feels. I'm like, I don't know if it's really as big as I thought it was. I know it takes forever to get places, but that's not necessarily on the size of the map. You know, like it wouldn't be that big a deal, but when you fucking miss step and hit a rock or a fucking tree, boom, your fucking horse dies. Oh yeah. Well, I always always have three horse survive potions on me at all times because I'm real particular about my horses. But uh, I'm really excited about 
Red Dead Online coming out. They said it was going to come out one month after the game, but I don't know if it's if it At will. At least they yet. give people time to play the story mode. Right. And so I'm going to try to beat the game, the story mode, so I can, you know, get on the online shit and all that. But I want to play it because I hope they're going to allow cross-play, like Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. That would be cool. Uh, because Fortnite and other games like that, you know, have. So I think Rockstar is big enough to say, like, no, we want that. Um and I just, I, I'm really curious what the online is going to be like. I did not like Grand Theft Auto it's online. It's going to be a lot of people robbing you. Maybe. It is. I mean, it That's could be. That's what the first one was. To me, all I want, well, yeah, but it's not going to be anything like their Red Dead online. They said it's going to be more like Grand Theft Auto online. But I hope it's just you get to make your own character because you did on Grand Theft Auto online. And then you're like in that, you know, you're, you're a cowboy. You, I think it'll probably be what happens. I just don't know what they are going to make it and it makes it fun. But right. if the options like, oh, I can go play Red Dead as Arthur Miller and kill and hunt stuff, or I can play as me on the online just to hunt and kill shit, I'd probably play as me to hunt and kill shit or whatever. Right, so. but, and see, the first Red Dead Redemption, they had like all of them fucking gang hideouts that was on the map. That was the main right. deal. And, then you, and that only, was one of the things. But now you're just coming upon the gang hideouts. Right. Well, and also like the old one was you were in a small area. It was like 12 of y'all in this walled off area right. whereas in i'm sure this one's going to be like grand theft auto online where it's going to be 12 people on the whole fucking map or whatever right and you're just sharing the world and you could right. come across people or you and i bet you could do it where just friends are allowed so me and you could share a world or yeah. if we were on the same you know system or if it allows cross play so we'll see what happens but i think it'd be cool if you could make your own homestead like actually build a house like Hell skyrim yeah. had a dlc eventually where you you know got the materials and then you just design the house basically that you built and shit and i think something like that could be cool in red dead if you could hire carpenters or whatever to because like there's those people that are building the house outside of valentine whenever yeah. and so like you could i could see them playing something to that like now they're going to go around building houses or not building no, they could bring the amish community into the game yeah they could and i hope it ends like i hope online eventually gets a zombie mode because red dead redemption one had that Undead Nightmare. Undead Nightmare. I could see them bringing that into the online. That was very popular. They played that for a long time. Right. So I could see them leaning into that, possibly. Um, All right. See if I have any random shit here before we leave. Psychiatrists have defined that pathological grooming, such as skin picking, hair pulling, or nail biting, are similar to OCD, and they're considered to be virtually uncontrollable. And I'm a person who I bite my fingernails like crazy, and I cannot help it. If I see a white head, I got to pop it. It's kind of gross, but... I mean, I'm the same way. I Honestly, I'm trying to pop anything before there's even a white head, and everyone's like, you're not supposed to do that. It's and not I'm like, ready. I don't care. I didn't, I, was, I didn't have many pimples as a teenager, and so I'm lucky in that regard. I had plenty of friends who had, like, fucking yeah. lots of acne, and I'm like, oh, my God, it looks so painful. And I would just get, like, one huge one, like, on my nose or one huge one on my forehead. Uh, but I was never, like, I had a bunch. Right. But I still get, like, one big one every now and then. Basically the same rate I did as a teenager. So it's, like, I never grew out of it, but also never went through, like, a horrible phase of yeah. acne. So I try to remember, like, it could be worse when I get one now. But I still do. Like, I had one, like, last week on my cheek, and I popped it, and blood fucking went everywhere. And mm. like, hmm. Because I didn't wait for it to be ready. I was like, well, I'm a 30-year-old man. I can't have a fucking pimple. <laughs> Pop this shit. Well, if you got that little... If you get the little hard heads out of it, there's cool. But I hate the ones you fucking can't get to. Right. Um, and I know I like lots of blackheads. So eventually I'm going to figure out this whole blackheads on my nose scenario. They make these little strips. But 
I just haven't cared about grooming for like eight years or so. Oh, yeah. So, like, I've only put gel in my hair twice oh, in my. the last 10 years. I used to put gel in my hair all the time. I'd say probably the last five, six years, I ain't done shit. Well, what it was is like, uh, I wore a hat all the time, so that, you know, never mattered. And I used to have like awesome hair. And then I was like, well, I'm going to quit putting product in it. And then for Powwow's wedding, I put gel in my hair. And then for my wedding, I put a little gel. Man, that was it in the last 10 years. But somewhere when I moved to Medill for like a year, in that time period, I just started losing my hair. My hair started thinning. So some there was something stressful about that time in my life. Um, so where now it just doesn't matter. And now I'm like, oh, my hair is just fucked. Also, random thought, because people probably don't know this. I only know I only realized this when I was telling my mom. The picture for the podcast is not like an actual picture of me, but I drew it. And I don't know if I've mentioned that on the podcast before. But I don't like, remember that. So that's cool. The if you remember the original logo to Mine and Powell's podcast of the egg heads, mm-hmm. I just took the me off that egg head and I took a blood a blood smudge tool blur tool one of those two and i just started dragging out the egg until it got to roughly the shape of my head and then um i had hair on that egg as well so i just started dragging that and i just done that until it got to where it looked kind of like me and then the eyes i did take off a real picture and trace them but, but it's all a drawing and my mom thought it was a real picture of me i was like no my eyes are too big my eyes aren't that big on my head hmm. and then she looked at it and she was like oh i guess you're right and i was like yep so that's cool it's a little podcast trivia for everybody. Um, I don't really think I have much else this week, man. Besides that, the song Macarena is about a girl, Macarena, who cheated on her boyfriend with two friends while he was being drafted into the army. I never knew that. So wow. there you go. Next time you're doing the Macarena. Hey, Macarena. I'm glad you're doing that. So something I've been doing that you don't know about is I've been saving like anytime you do any sort of singing musical oh, stuff. Yeah? And someday I'm going to make a beat all out of your little... Because on one episode, you've done this whole like, I don't own the rights to this music. I don't own yeah. the rights to this music. I do that shit at home all the time. And so whenever you do it, I've been trying to save them. And someday I'm going to try to make a beat out of it. Uh, <laughs> all day yesterday, I done what I call sound harvesting. I don't know if that's a real term or not, but I'm trying to make, you know, beats and shit. Right. And I've been just going through old Stargate episodes and other random online things where i'm like oh that's a cool noise that's a cool noise and i'm in like trying to pull it out because you need all that shit to make unique beats because if you just use the stock sounds it's just very you know sounds like everything else or whatever so it's a lot of work a lot of work to do it um but i feel like my beats i've made in particular these last two weeks have been fucking really good so someday i'm gonna make some money on selling some beats i think but i also want to just rap to every one of them and not sell any of them so that's the struggle at the moment the struggle is real it is very real um all right man well you'll have some time off it seems like so i guess you know do some more yeah. research and uh, red dead and other shit for the yeah podcast. I'll, I'll try to fucking research i was just i didn't write shit down this week uh dude i know it was a, i honestly didn't expect you to be on and then yesterday you're like yeah i'll make it and i was like all right cool yeah, i don't have anybody else. man i was feeling weak i was kind of depressed about the whole money situation i wasn't expecting to be out eight more weeks right i start i mean i thought said i was gonna do a gofundme account but i didn't uh, well, if you do, we'll of course share it. I mean, um, a lot of people, I, a lot of my, you know, buddies, like, let me know if I can do anything. I'm like, well, you know, I can't, I can't pay bills, and then I don't hear nothing. Right. I mean, I'm just. I, like, I hate to. Not. I hate to. I wasn't trying to beg, but you know, just saying. Right. You know, if I, if I actually tell you, that's not what you want to hear. 
Right. I, I feel mean, you. It's like, I don't need anything. I don't need a fucking hug. <laughs> you know, I don't need a loaf of bread. I mean. Right. I mean, I guess um, last weekend I did make deer chili the one weekend you weren't here, and that was kind of yeah? But it sucked, so I'm glad that, uh-huh. like, it just wasn't near spicy enough. Like, normally I make chili and it's, like, real spicy, and I thought I did everything the same, but something just happened. It might have been. Uh, like, it just wasn't spicy. The deer meat just kind of blended everything out. And I ate it, and it was all right, but I was like, uh, I don't know. I was very bummed. That sucks. Yep. I hate when you spent, like, hours. Oh, yeah, because chili takes like fucking forever. My first time using an electric smoker, right. nine and a half hours, and it was like, it was the degrees where it was done, but what in degrees degree where it would fall apart yet. And after I checked it, I, I forgot to check it, and a motherfucker shot off on me for an hour, so it was all fucking cold and shit. Right. And I fucking run my first fucking thing I ever cooked in it. I fucking spent all day on it just to fucking run it. Someday, I'm going to be excited when I can inherit Thanksgiving back. We done Thanksgiving one time a few years ago, and then now it's been taken back by my wife's grandparents because they always do it. And that year, they had us do it because they're health or whatever. But... I'm just excited for the day comes where I can host Thanksgiving again because that's the only holiday I like, and it was great, and I enjoy cooking turkeys and shit, and I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving in a couple Dude, weeks. Dude, I cook a mean fucking turkey. I know. You've told me about it. Are you cooking one this year? Uh, apparently, I got volunteered to cook a turkey. I get... Well, just save a little slice for me, I guess, so I can try this It's always glorious. best fresh off the bird, though. It's true. Very true. I mean, it always still is. got all them fucking juices. Yeah. See, I'm also the type that like, I'll eat on... Like, when I was in right. college, my mom, you know, we'd go to Thanksgiving. I'm like, I'll take all the leftover turkey, and I'm going to eat turkey mayonnaise sandwiches for the next week. I mean, I was like that in college. Right. I would eat so much. And, like, I see these eating challenges now, so I was like, won't you do that? I'm like, I can't eat like that anymore. See, I feel like I could. Like, I saw you do one of the large chicken fried steak. I really feel like if it's something I like, I think I could just keep eating until Man, it's, it's all like gone. it's like a chicken fried steak or two chicken fried steaks. But the circumference is like this. Right. It's well, Kendall's restaurant in Norman. We ought to go just go check it out. Yeah, we I should. Mean, it ain't that big a drive. Um, it ain't even a Norman. It's a Noble. But all right, man. I guess we'll get off here. We've fucking ran and rambled on long enough. Well, it's good to be back. I know we brought up some off-the-wall shit, but that's all I've had time to do. Just Well, really, this podcast isn't even good. You know, that's all we do. We just bring up pretty It is shit. good. <laughs> all right, man. Peace. Later. Alright, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a P O D C A S T W I T H M O at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. All right, and we are back joined by Chick. Hey guys, how are you? What's it been, like a few weeks, a month, something like that? It's been a while, man. I don't fucking remember anymore. It all blends together. Yeah. Um, I guess earlier in this podcast, I was like shouting out my Patreons. I didn't even mention that it's Snappy, my mom, and Travis Haynes. Those are my three patrons, and I have to shout them out as part of my agreement for them being a $10 or above fan. Sweet. Um, anyone else, totally join that shit. Um, no emails this week, so we don't have to get into any random email questions but again i would love for anyone to email um i have a random idea that i'm going to try to bring i meant to bring up with snappy but forgot where some people have expressed interest in having a top five list again right because i haven't done them lately 
but I think it would almost just be cooler, and I could probably do it if I put my mind to it, where I just come with one or two random shows or video games or movies that I'm just feeling nostalgic about that week, and I can be like, hey, you remember Home Improvement and how fucking right. dope Home Improvement was? And then just talk about that shit. Like, maybe that's a more fun idea than doing a top five list, because then I can just be more, like, organic. Um which basically this week is all fucking King of the Hill. I've already am halfway through season two of King of the Hill on Hulu because I'm a fucking crazy person. I love King of the Hill. So, uh, yeah, that's the same people who did uh, Beavis and Butthead, right? Yeah, and I hate Beavis and Butthead, but he, Mike Judge, did King of the Hill, Office Space, and Silicon Valley, and I love all three of those things. Right. Um, I want to say did Idiocracy as well, so I love all four of those things. We're living in Idiocracy right now. <laughs> exactly. That actually got brought up earlier with Snappy, so it's awesome that came up again. Um, so anyway, just had to, had to come to that. Um, and since we're bringing up TV stuff, I know that you watched Big Brother. Sure. Any chance you watch what is actually the best show on TV, I hate to admit it, which is Survivor. Man, I used to watch it when I was living at home with my mom right. because she loved it. Uh, but I have not watched it. I had not either. And me and the wife. Just fucking, made yourselves do it? Well, one season, because I have the CBS All Access racks for, for my big brother obsessions. Right. And with that comes all the fucking seasons of Survivor. So like three seasons ago, which was only like a year ago, because I do so many seasons of this shit. Um, and it was on when me and Power, you know, first on the podcast, it was around then. We just binge watched like a half a season. And I was like, oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. This current season is the best season of probably any reality show. And I've expressed this before on this podcast. They edit it just so perfect. And yeah. I was, and I mentioned a few weeks ago how like they'll edit it to where when you're watching it, you're like, it'd be cool if that person went home, even though it seems so out of left field when you think it. But by the time they get to a tribal council, you're like, I think that motherfucker's going home that I thought about 45 minutes ago. So you feel really smart watching it. Like, I figured it out. And they're just so good at it. And it happened again on the latest episode I watched. And I'm just like, God damn it. They're good. Um, they, keep, they draw you in. That's, that's, uh, we're watching Ink Masters this year, but I'm not a huge fan of this season. At yeah. All. Ink Master, I just don't like Christian or Queen enough. Yeah. The, their coaches this year are terrible. Right. Why can't we just not have coaches and just go back yeah, to old school? Go back to old school. And I kind of wish they would make it more clear that these are people that are aspiring to be famous at tattooing and not like legitimately they're trying to, they're like an ink master. Right. Because if it was legitimately like ink master, it would be like the people that come on to judge. Right. And that would be way more interesting. So it'd be more like top chef is what you're saying. Like, or, right. or, or be, what is that? Um, Iron chef where they have to go and beat like Bobby Flay to win. Yeah. Th they should really make this more of a hell's kitchen scenario. where Whoever <laughs> wins earns a position in Oliver Peck shop. Yeah. Or whatever. Right? So, so you're going to make like that, that hundred thousand. Yeah. I feel like that would make more sense for, for what the competition actually is. And, and it would I've make sense a, for Peck too, because then he can just like buy more shops and right, put more and people the next in season, it. You would work at Nunez's right. shop or whatever. So I guess they need to get in contact with me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I enjoy the ink master a lot. I don't know why, but it does always pull me in. Cause I, I'm like, well, I'm going to watch it. I want to know how bad their tattoo is this right, time. I get so fascinated. I guess it's twofold. Part of it is I like seeing really good tattoos. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And then other parts like what kind of human being comes in and goes, 
I'm an open canvas. Tattoo whatever you want on right. me. And then someone's like, all right, I'm going to give this chick a flaming demon skull. <laughs> and you're like, what? Well, what was that one guy drew? Like, it's like a... Uh, it's a triangle, but it's like wrapped in like leather, and it's got an eyeball, and it was really weird. Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I was like, about. that's not what I would ever go in there and be like, please tattoo that on me. Um, I, I think sometimes it could turn out cool if it like matched your personality somehow. Yeah, but it normally doesn't. Well, the people that do come on and know what they're kind of like getting tattooed, right, are so ridiculous. And I think decided, they ask them to be ridiculous. I've actually decided when we were watching this the other day, this would be my strategy. I would go in and say it has to be a rib tattoo, and I'm not changing it for fucking nothing. Yeah. And you're going to get the best tattoo because they're trying to get you out. To the best tattoo that they want <laughs> but out. Change it to whatever you want. Yeah, and as soon as they talk to me, I'm going to say, I was just fucking with them. Yeah. Do whatever you want to do, man. <laughs> Fuck you want. I want it right here on my thigh. But is that yeah. the best spot, right? Yeah. And they'd be that, like, this is it, perfect. Yeah. You tell me where you want to tattoo me with that best tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know of too much other TV. I've been, I've been watching. Uh, the Big Bang Theory, but like a a a hate a hateful watching. Like I watch it because I've watched every episode up till now, and you every to, time I'm like, they missed that joke. That would have been funnier. They should have done this. Like, they stop caring because they know it's ending. For instance, the newest episode they show like uh, if you're not paying attention, Raj is gonna finally get married to an Indian woman or whatever, and they're through an arranged marriage scenario. And my wife was like, oh, I bet this episode's about how they get her, buy her a chair so there's room for her in the living room. <laughs> and then they're like, nope, that little setup was just so that Penny had to sit on Leonard's lap, and that was the joke. And it was all this setup how there wasn't room for her, right? And it was like, oh, they could have easily just went and made this a furniture <laughs> right. shopping thing, and Sheldon would have been like real fucking picky and <laughs> been Sheldon-y about it. And- just add a chair to the room. That's all you have to do. And now she's got her own chair. <laughs> right. It got all crazy. So... I don't love it at all. It's just, and it wasn't even good back in the day. It was just fun that they would say something about a Pythagorean theorem, and that was a joke that I was like, oh, it's clever. Now it's just like too far, and I watch it because I have to, but I will still stand by Young Sheldon. It's fucking amazing. I, don't I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet. It's so good. But only because the little actor, he's really fucking amazing, the little kid they got. But the whole time, it's like they should have named this young literally anything else besides Sheldon and just made it about an autistic right, or Asperger's, whatever he is, kid in the 80s. Instead of a guy that you've got to kind of ha- get to a point where he's Sheldon. Right, because it's like this kid's so sweet. Yeah. I don't know how he becomes the annoying douchebag that is season one Sheldon. Right. Like, so. I get your point. Yeah. Like, right. It's weird. But it is. It when, is when do you turn this guy cruel to, yeah, to what his friends? To yeah. Is, like, the, is this like a horror movie? Right. Where we're waiting for the, the big turn. Um, Speaking of horror, I've been watching uh, the um, American Horror Stories. Yes. I haven't okay. watched a new season, but I wanted to. Well, I'd never watched any of them, so I started watching them on Netflix. I'm through the first season, and then one of our friends was like, since it doesn't matter which season you watch, go ahead and watch season three. Right. And uh, so we watch, we're on season three, episode seven now, so I'm really enjoying the show. I, I don't know if I've talked about my history. Season one, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool is how I felt about it. Yeah. Season two? Worth skipping. Horrible. Right. That's, was what, super, that's why they told us. I mean, some people like it. It's just so bloody and gory that Is I'm it like, asylum? it's gross. Uh, I think Asylum's later, but it might be Asylum. I don't remember the names. Third one's The Witch Coven. Yeah. It's the best one. It's, it's the most so fun good. one. Season four, I remember. I don't remember what it was. I remember I didn't like that one either. Season five, I think it's The Carnival, and that one's pretty good. 
I've heard that one's good. It's a little, you know, it's weird to see those people that are carnival characters right. in, in the show. And then after that, I lost track. And then me and the wife try to watch American Horror Stories Roanoke, which was like, I didn't know if that was a spinoff or like a season title. I didn't, we didn't understand, but we watched the first couple episodes, had Cuba Gooding Jr., but it was like someone was telling the story like Unsolved Mystery style, and then Cuba Gooding Jr. was like the actor portraying it. And That's it was different than the guy telling the story, even though it was all fake. I was like, they thought too much, and That's I didn't, and is. I didn't finish it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, American Horror Story is interesting. Uh, I brought up like a month ago on Netflix, The Haunting of Hill House. I wanted pretty, to watch it. Pretty too. good. Um, it takes a few episodes to get into, but it has like a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's what we were gonna watch, and they were like, we'll, "We'll watch that one season, and then you know we won't have anything to watch for a while." I was like, "Well, okay." Or you could rewatch it because I already I watched it once, and then I convinced my mom, my K mom, because she likes American Horror Story a lot, and I was like, "You're gonna like this," so I made her watch the first episode, and I rewatched it with her. Yeah, and it's meant to be watched after because a lot of shit gets explained throughout the first viewing, right? And then when the second time through, you're like, oh, it all makes so much more sense. So oh, I yeah. think it is designed with that in mind. That's true. true. Uh, I've been trying to tell everyone about Fargo, but no one listens to me. Fargo's Fargo is so good. I know. It's bullshit that no one in the world watches Fargo. Do they have it on Netflix right now? The first They don't. Uh, I, I feel I like maybe it. it's on Hulu. Um, all right. Something that happened today that you will know about more than me is Bedlam. And for anyone not familiar, Bedlam is the name of when these two football teams of OU and OSU in the state of Oklahoma play each other in football, and they call it Bedlam. Yeah, because it's supposed to be, like, crazy and unpredictable, so they call it Bedlam. Right. Uh, which, you know, today's game, they went 48-47, pretty close game. So OU won 48-47? Yeah, OU right. won. Spoiler, if you haven't seen it. No. I find it fun to be a non-college football fan on Facebook <laughs> in Oklahoma. Again, I don't follow college sports too much, and uh, but people just get worked up. You and if I don't know where even everyone lives that listens to this, but like you just go on Facebook during a Saturday afternoon and yeah. it's literally like my whole fucking timeline because like, and I'm not making fun of you at all with what I'm about to say. Cause I'll get to something you do that I find totally acceptable, but people give these live fucking tweeting updates. Like you want my live takes right, right now? Cause I'm sure that's why you're on. Facebook. I do it after the game. Right. I give you it. do like a next morning. Here's my thought on the thunder. Right. And like I've slept on it. Let me tell you what I thought. And I think it's totally fine. And people want to engage. They can. It just went in. I'm like, I see three status updates in a row on my <laughs> right. timeline, and they're oh, all we're the best. Oh, we're the worst. Oh, <laughs> yeah. we're the best again. I'm just like, God damn it. I don't care your your take on this shit necessarily. And I always justify my podcast is above that line because someone has to click it and listen, right? So I'm not just throwing it in your face. And again, I guess the, it's like everyone just does a group chat with everyone now. <laughs> right. So it's it like is. this people are on their line. You want my take on the first quarter? And then, but he, they don't have necessarily the friends right there <laughs> right. in the group chat, so they're just like, "I'm posting it on my wall." That's terrible. We go along with it. Um, all right, so OU won Bedlam. That's uh, I understand how the talking shit goes for the next year. Um, I mean, OSU will just be like, "Well, we almost beat y'all. We're the number seven team in the nation." You know, um, how many wrestling championships yeah. OSU has? We're better baseball than y'all. And I'll just always. Saying. The only reason I was ever an OU fan, and I think I've told it when you've been on here before, I'm going to tell it again, is we had a coach named Joe Masoner in elementary school. He was our PE coach slash elementary sports coach. 
for us. I don't know what the fuck he does now. He's cross and, country, I think. He oh. does all the track stuff now. Right on. And he said the fir- in first grade, uh, the week of Bedlam, if you're an OU fan, you can get in line first for lunch. OU and I was, fan. I went, I'm an OU fan. And my friend Dew was like, he really was. He right. was like, you like OU? And I was like, yeah, we fucking go to lunch first. Hell yeah, I do. And then <laughs> right. I've thought back on like, how badass those OSU fans like Clayton Sherrill, if you're forever listening to this right. fucking podcast, honestly, more props to you because we were the two fat kids in class and his OSU loving ass was like, nope, <laughs> nope, I fucking love OU and I'm six years old. Yep. <laughs> I didn't have any fucking skin in the game. I was just like, all right, fine, right. let's go to lunch. There's no flesh in that game. It's but funny. I bought all kinds of OU clothing throughout the years until I quit caring. So I guess Coach Masoner won that one out. Yeah. That's how we get them early. It's kind of like the, you know, the churches. We get them. Uh, okay, let's get into some basketball talk. Some other news broke today, the day we're recording this, um, which is Jimmy Butler has been traded to the Sixers. I don't have the exact Third, deal at the moment. Uh, Darko Saric. Oh, Dario. Dario Saric, yeah. And then um, uh, Covington, number 33. He's a really good shooter. And then um, Jared Bayless in a second-round pick. That's right. And honestly, I like Dario Saric a lot. I think he will match up really well with Cat. Oh, yeah. As far as a good front court. But Covington's got to be Covington, just a spot up shooter. That's what you have to make him. Well, right now he's a three and D guy that's better. It's not real great at three or D. Like he has a little ways to go on both. Um, I don't know if him and Wiggins necessarily work together. Oh, that may that may be explosive unless they just know each other outside of this. Right, and like unless it's just they're gonna be plugged in for each other, like one one's off the court because they just they're similar players. Um, If Derrick Rose keeps his resurgence, um. He could maybe be the point. I don't know. It's just all crazy. I don't know. I just Derek thought they Rose were going to get the biggest surprise to me of the holy music. Right. I just thought they were going to get more for Jimmy Butler, but then again, he only signed for this year. I know a lot of people are like, why? Why would you not take the Houston trade, which was four first round picks, one pick a year for the next four years, right, from the Houston Rockets? Um, but at the time, you're thinking, well, the Houston Rockets are going to be good every year. That's good. That's a low first round pick, right? Um, which you're looking at top 15 players being actual someone that's going to make a difference, but that's what good scouting's for. We got freaking um, Stephen Adams, what, at 14 or 13? Um, he's turning into an all-star. Right. Honestly, I was really excited. I don't think I brought up on the podcast, but during the NBA draft, I told this guy I work with, like there's one guy I work with that's a Thunder fan and no one in his house really is, so like when we get to work, we we discuss it. And I was like, man, this Diallo guy, I'm real excited about. Diallo. And I was like, he just came from Kentucky. Kentucky only drafts good guys. Right. He came out after one year, so he's feeling confident about it, and I, I just like it. And then he's, I, I think he's been really good. vertical lead. <clears throat> Crazy. Um, but, yeah, so Butler to the Sixers, I I don't I think it. it's a cool fit if it's because like Markel Fultz will now be on the bench more. But if they aren't, if the Sixers keep trying to do this, Markel Fultz has to start shit. They're not going to win this year. That means that they're setting up for next year with all that. So if they're now trading for Butler, they have to shift on that. They have to. Because Markel just shouldn't be a starter right now. Who would be their starter in that situation? Uh, They should probably start TJ McConnell and just be a traditional. Or they'll do Ben Simmons as the point guard. Point guard and move everyone down the spot. Yeah, and I mean, that could work too. But just Markel is not... 
ready. He's better than he was last year because he didn't even play. But he's right. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm saying he's not. He can't start on a championship contending team, and the Sixers are that at the moment. I do like the way the Sixers do things. I love that some you maybe fake an injury and say, well, he can't play the first year of, right. his, of his rookie contract. Get him healthy and ready for game shape in the NBA, then play him and see what they can do. In their- well, for instance, it's kind of like uh, Cat Will- or Cat, I always say Cat Williams. I always never mean to. Carl <laughs> uh, Anthony Towns. Kind of like I, if I had the math right, wouldn't he like just now be his rookie year if he played all four years? Right. Be his and it's like, so for people to be like, he's been fucking soft. I'm like, if this was like 30 years ago, he would just be coming out and y'all right. would be like, holy so shit. Good. Right. So it's just, you got to look at it differently. Like, guys are getting paid right now for a few years while they're not that great. You know, we're, we're taking Jimmy Butler's idea of what's soft, too. And that guy doesn't seem emotionally stable. Right. Right. And then the Thunder have been pretty good. I mean, they had the longest active winning streak in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, I hated on Abrinas a couple weeks ago. He went off. Um, so that's how it is. He didn't go off last night, though, or not last night. Uh, yeah, a couple nights ago, their last game. Uh, yeah, he did not do great there. And they're actually playing right now, but we're both happen to be recording it. So we'll, we'll rewatch whatever's happening, not later. Um, but in general, I like the Thunder. I think it's good they've gotten a couple wins without Russ, even though oh, they're yeah. against trash teams. We lost the four without or the first three without Russ, right? And now we're actually able to win games without without him. And it's because everyone's figured out their role on the team, right? Like you can tell that Dennis Schroeder knows his role. Uh, Hamadou Diallo comes in the game with nothing but energy and hustle right, right. now. Well, I think a big part, and I mentioned this to Dom last week, and I think he was just like, that's crazy, is just the first week was called so tough on fouls. That's and true. they get away lately. I think the refs are going the opposite way. They're letting a lot of shit slide. We're like, I love Grant, but there's like two times every game where he gets a block, and you're like, that's a foul. And you're like, oh, they just didn't call it. All right, yeah, fuck cool. yeah. Cool, sweet. And or he'll, so, he'll take a charge that you're like, mm. Right, and I and you're you know as, as a fan you take it, yeah. But you can't rely on it. Is like in the future it probably won't go that way. So well, that's why I try to keep in mind. Paul George also got in so much foul troubles in the early games because right. of that because he reaches all the time. But that's why he leagues the lead in, league in steals. I mean, right. you have to read. Well, and Adams has been looking better. He's um, been looking better too. I was uh, for a minute there. I was like, man, this Noel kid, Nerlens Noel, yeah. He's going to take over Stephen Adams' spot, and I was like, maybe that's not a bad idea. We could trade Stephen Adams. He's got a huge contract, but I really don't want to get rid of Adams. Right. I I think Adams brings more to the culture than right toughness. Just right, cool, like just not cool. caring. Cool. He's a cool, dude. Yeah, he's funny as shit. Yeah, he's gives some great interviews. He just does not give a shit. I mean, he's I just he's a fan about, favorite. You yeah. know, you got to have him. That's how I view and he's it. He's fucking amazing on offensive rebounds, and you need that with Russell Westbrook, who's going to jack up shots. See, the last thing I was going to bring up, and then I'll let you go, um, is Des Bryant. Because I know you're a big Cowboys fan. Yeah, I'm a huge And Des Bryant, you know, former Cowboy, that a lot of Cowboys hate on when he's with the team. Uh, he got signed by the Saints. Yeah. Had just, like one practice, practice and then tore his Achilles. It was like the last player practice is the way they describe it, too. Before so, he ever played a game. Played. Uh, everybody picking him up in fantasy, everybody trading. I saw someone trade Odell Beckham, Beckham for him. What? That's crazy. Um, Yeah, so I just thought it was crazy. Like, I'm, I don't want to say it's funny because I know that's mean, but there is definitely some Karma. sort of like – 
karma. gallows humor route or whatever <laughs> right. about it. Like the well, it's fucking funny because he thought he was gonna win a Super Bowl and he fucking tore his Achilles. And if and he, he would just sat at home and didn't do shit this week <laughs> and waited until next week to do it, guess what? He probably would have probably worked out. Right. Just that one week difference. Like it's just interesting. Down. I don't know. It's fun to think about in a horrible sort of way. Yeah. I mean sad for Des Bryant. I mean the guy's not a bad guy. Just probably I don't know. What I mean I issues. think from what I heard from people that went to OSU when he did he did not go to school and he was a fucking dumbass. But I'm sure. he seemed pretty good at football. So for whatever that's worth. And then I'm going to real quick get into our fantasy football before you leave because I know you're doing well. And so I'm going to go over the rankings. I haven't done that in a while. For if anyone listens from the fantasy league, you can be all like, fuck yeah, I'm doing good. Because I'm in dead last and I will be probably for a long time. But not even just by, like, luck. I mean, it is luck, but it's like there are weeks I'm scoring 50 points less than whoever the second least tying scoring person is. Like, it's just all real bad. And, again, my first two picks have been injured the whole season. season. Who are your first two picks? Uh, Leonard Fournette Fournette and Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook came back last week. I didn't play him because why would you the first week back? But he he did pretty well. (laughs) well. of course. If I would have played him, he would have done shit. Um, So, in first place, you and Dom are tied. Yeah, I got more points for. Uh, yes, you are winning at the against. moment. That is true. You have a lot more points for because you have the Chiefs. I'm <laughs> I basically have the Chiefs. You're just going to lose the Chiefs week. That's what I would do. I would worry I mean. about. I'm it. not not dropping. I may move my roster if I can fit people in those. Right, but just to see. But if I'm I, not going to. I wouldn't risk anybody. Um, and then Dom, I said, you know, after the draft, I thought Dom's team was pretty good. He after, didn't like it though. I actually, I said after his trade, I. When he got Antonio Brown, I go, oh, your team's legit now. Legit, yeah, that was good. Sure. Good trade. And then, yeah, he's done pretty good. In third place is Jill. And Jill has had two of the worst trades all season. <laughs> One to me. <laughs> One last week where she trades you Thielen, who's like the best receiver in the mm-hmm. NFL, for fucking nobody. Well, like I gave Kerry and Johnson. Johnson. And they all love I traded, fucking Detroit. Who I traded for to get Kelsey as like I, when I traded to get Travis Kelsey on my team, I right. traded Royce Freeman and yeah, also to get Kerry and Johnson back. Right. And so then I turned Kerry and Johnson around to make Adam Thielen. Right. And so and I saw Jill right after she did it. And I told her that was fucking dumb. And then she also traded Drew Brees for Dak Prescott early uh, in the season for some fucking reason. Um, anyway, powwow was in fourth place. So that, that would be our four, playoff teams at this exact moment but Powell is tied with a couple other people he just has more points uh for at this exact moment. or actually he has a tiebreaker it looks like because he doesn't have more points than some people um Travis is in fifth place uh Sean is in sixth place Snappy is in seventh Marshall is in eighth Rebic ninth Marissa tenth Curtis 11th and me 12th and I, my goal is just to not be in 12th. My goal is to come back and be better than Curtis. <laughs> nice. But I have 70 less points total than Curtis and 200 more See, points. I can't, I can't wish that. Me. I can't wish that because all of his team is Dallas. And if that means he's doing bad, Dallas is doing bad. Well, I need bad. Dallas to make sure they don't win the division because I have money on that too. A snappy, oh, man. So. Uh, we need Dallas to just do bad. And honestly, I've already chosen KC as like only because my whole team is KC this year. That's my team. I'm rooting to win it all. Right. Because Might I, as well. Right. 
Um, I'm, I'm probably going to lose this week as well. It's against Marshall, but I could win. I'm sure you'll get an easy win against Marissa. Her team's I mean, that's shit. where it always, like, it gets me. Like, I'll play my – and it has nothing to do with the players, but sometimes I'll play bad against a, a bad opponent and lose. Right. Well, and just – it's all bullshit because their projections are always so fucking off. My projections right now are, like, 46 to the good for me, but we'll see. Right. Um. So anyway, fantasy football, everyone's been active for the most part. I haven't noticed anyone, you know, not start. Yeah, it's been in one of the better leagues for sure. Uh, anybody or anything like that. I'm in Snappy's league. I'm doing a little better um, than I'm of his, but not super great. Like, I'm not winning or fucking anything like that. But I know that y'all talked about how I, I offer crappy trades sometimes. Yes. But you have to. Look what you get out of it sometimes. I know. You've got a lot of good trades out of doing it. And you've offered trades that if Snappy would have said yes to, like the Kareem Hunt changed deal. me. You, right. So sometimes you know people shouldn't be talking shit. <laughs> right. so how I view it all. Um, but our right, man, that's all I got for this week. Uh, hopefully, if some other shit. I guess my only thing. Do you know who about anything about George Soros? Because every week that's my questions, and I'm gonna eventually look up about him because I just know. I just know he like owns like banks and like. I know all the conservatives hate him, and he's a liberal funding every liberal well, thing ever. He he's just really rich and he controls a lot of things. Right. So I'm trying to. Eventually, I'm gonna actually do the legwork and figure it out without just asking people. But I thought you might know. Um, but yeah, he's just one of those guys you don't know a lot about. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, I'm going to play a beat. I want to say this is my last beat, I believe, out of my folder of beats I made for the end of the podcast. So starting next week, we'll move on to beats I didn't use on my mixtape, so ones I really liked. And then after (laughs) those get through, we'll move on to the ones I've recently been making after I lost all my project files and fucking almost had a mental breakdown about my beats. Um I think I'm going to buy myself a keyboard for Christmas, take my beat, make it to the next level. Uh, I really feel like they're really good. Not everyone agrees. Other producers in the world are like, I don't fucking get it. And they're like, but where, where's the drums in the 808s? And I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm making some weird rock, <laughs> weird rock music, hip-hop shit. It's some weird uh, collaborations. Anyway, uh, thanks for coming on, bro. No problem, man. It was great. Peace. Peace.